Hey guys, it's Jenny here. Before we dive into a fun episode, just want to give a quick disclaimer that nothing said on this podcast is professional expert advice because we are not professional experts. We cannot give you actual advice, but we do give you our personal opinions and suggestions based on our experiences. So do what you will with what we say, but we cannot be held accountable for your actions. Um, I mean, with that being said, thank you so much for listening and you can submit your questions to jhoney94 at gmail.com. That's jhoney94 at gmail.com. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the J Honey After Dark podcast. Today I'm flying solo, no guests, no nothing. It's just me. I was actually kind of worried about it because I don't know, I felt like me by myself would be boring, or like you guys already know so much about me through YouTube, at least most of you guys. Um, but I realized that I do have a lot of like experiences and thoughts and conversations that I can have with you that I never ever talked about on YouTube. Um, on YouTube, I actually like to keep things PG, you know, because I know like there's kids watching and I was younger. Um, so I never, I restricted a lot of like serious conversations, you know, and mature conversations. So with this podcast, I'm able to have like all types of conversations there's almost like no filter and I love that so I feel like this is a way for me to connect with you guys whether it's just me or with a guest so let's get this episode started um and I actually like to do most of the episode without editing so if I mess up a stutter or whatever then excuse me okay all right, um, I want to shout out my monthly supporters, and I know you guys hear every single episode, and I'm sorry if it's like repetitive, but these people are my rock for this podcast. These people are physically supporting me every month with a donation anywhere from a dollar to ten dollars, and whenever I lack motivation or anything to to record for this podcast i look at these names and i'm like i need to do it for these people and the people who donated on my venmo like because you can donate monthly or do a one-time donation um but these people are you know they're committed to supporting me every single month so huge 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 shout out to kimberly hernandez elise del rosario linda wing candace Barcina, Vicky Fan, and Thomas Tran Lee. By the way, Thomas, you need to hit me up because I don't know if it's Lee or Lay, and I really don't like to butcher people's names because I feel like it's only respectful to like get people's names pronounced right. So, thank you guys so much. And um, for my one-time donation, I have Tiffany Yip. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, but she put that she really enjoyed Megan on the first episode. So thank you so much for your $10 donation. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, you can support me by donating to anchor.fm slash jhoney or do a one-time donation to jhoney on Venmo. That's J-A-Y-H-U-N-N-Y-Y. Not only will I love you forever and it will motivate me to do this podcast, but you'll also get a special shout out on my podcast monthly donators will get a shout out every single episode all right i'm sure you guys are like blah 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 let me hear the submissions because that's what i care about so ladies and gentlemen 
Let's start the submissions. The first question is, Hey Jenny, to start off, I want to say how much I admire you. I've been watching your YouTube channel since I was in middle school and now I'm in college still re-watching your old vlogs. My boyfriend and I have been going through some rough patches lately. I am a very affectionate person. I love to tell my boyfriend every day how much he means to me, how handsome I think he is, and that I love him. However, he hasn't told me how he feels about me, that he finds me attractive, or even that he loves me in six months. We have been together for almost two years now. When I ask him about it, he says he's just tired of saying words of affirmation and I have nothing to worry about. We get into arguments because I tell him I want to hear reassurance from him and to feel like he still wants me, but he replies saying that I should already know that he loves me. I don't believe he's cheating. I think he's just very stubborn. What should I do? Am I being too needy or is something going on? Love, Kylie. Kylie, my girl. First of all, thank you so much for being a long, long time follower and subscriber. I love you so much. And second of all, I do not 100%, I don't think you're being too needy, okay? Because if you guys watch my first, uh, not watch, if you guys listen to my first episode, you guys will know about the love languages, okay? Everyone feels loved a, a different way, a certain way. Mine is exactly like yours, words of affirmation. I need to hear it. Baby, I need to hear that you love me, that I'm pretty, that you're proud of me, okay? If I don't hear it, I'm really not going to feel it. That's just us. Me and Kylie, we're the same way. Okay, so I think that is so wrong that your boyfriend's not putting forth the effort to make you feel loved. It's I know that if it if words of affirmation is not your love language, you might not get it. It might be like, dude, why do you want to hear it all the time for to feel it? Like, can't you see it through my actions, you know? But it's honestly not like that. Sometimes if we don't hear it, we honestly don't feel it. And you're not even asking for much, okay? You're probably just like me. You want to hear it once in a while. For me, I would like to hear it once a day. And I still don't think that's too much to ask for. I know it could be like, it, it could feel like a burden or like tiring to to kind of force yourself to say that. But to your boyfriend, if he really loves you, why does he feel like tired to say it? You know, if you love someone, then tell him. If, if you think someone is pretty, then tell them. The fact that you haven't heard any of these words for six whole months, girl my heart is breaking for you because it's like six months i don't i don't think i could i could persevere that long and not hear i love you from my very own boyfriend it's just not right you guys can ask my boyfriend this if i go if he goes two days if he goes one day without telling me he loves me no i'm not having it because i already explained we had a very like I had a very thorough conversation with him. Hey, this is how you make me feel loved. I'm sorry if it's not your way. I'm sorry if you don't feel the same. But in in like nicer words, you can basically tell your boyfriend, who the bleep are you to tell me how I feel? These are my feelings, not yours. You know, it's not like you're asking him the whole freaking like, for the whole world 
you just want to hear it a little bit, okay? And not go freaking six months without hearing it. Um, so I do hope that I do hope that you you put yourself first and like stick with what what makes you happy like what makes you happy is to to have these words of affirmation right fight for it fight for it till the death girl because if if small things like that he can't do then there's seriously a problem i'm sorry like i'm not saying like he's cheating or or anything crazy like that but it's like hmm how much does he care about you because He's not willing to do this little, like, I love you. That's two seconds a day, you know? I don't know. Um, I I know that everyone feels differently. Um, My boyfriend kind of feels the same. He's like, oh, well, like, I don't need to say I love you every day. Like, if anything, that's like a little bit too much for me. But guess what? He actually loves me and he, he heard me out. He knows how much it means to me. So he does tell me he loves me every day. And he, 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 t- my boyfriend personally, he's not like the most romantic, like sweet talker, you know? But I tell him, I'm like, I know you're not a sweet talker, but like it makes me feel really loved. So, like, can you just try to be a little bit more sweet? And he honestly does try for me. Why? Because he loves me. And I feel like any boyfriend should try, you know? And it's very unfortunate that Kylie, your boyfriend, is not doing that for you. And six months, girl, it's just way too long. I don't know what that's all about. But, um, yes. Yeah, so, basically, no, you're not being needy. And I do feel like this is something that needs to change in your relationship. Whether, like, however you want to go about that, do it. But... I'm telling you, girl, this that's not okay. So I wish the best of luck for you. Um, and um, yeah, this is this is why words, uh, not words. This is why love languages is so important to understand. Like, you need to understand how your partner feels loved, vice versa. And I don't know. Maybe you can encourage him to take a test. Maybe you guys can take the test together and have a conversation about it. But yeah, good luck, Kylie. And we're going to move on to the next question. All right, here comes the second question. Hi, Jenny. I was dating this guy for seven years and we recently broke up because he said he wanted to focus on himself. After we broke up, my first cousin asked me if I have if I had ever caught him texting anyone on his phone. A little background on my first cousin. My mom and her dad are siblings. The thing is, as my relationship prolongs, we didn't go through each other's phone anymore because we learned that it's a form of privacy that we both shouldn't cross. Anyways, after I told her that I don't go through his phone, she told me that there were two incidents that involved him and two of her friends. I know both of her friends too as well and I won't go into any details of what happened, but just know it's fucked up. All this had happened the summer of last year and she kept She kept this from me for over a year. I tried to understand and see maybe she was coming from a good place or had good intentions, but I still can't help but be angry. She always told me in the past that she valued me so much as her cousin and that I was always there for her when her parents went through a divorce 
and also when her dad passed away. She said that I would always be her little sister and someone who's always down for her. She also asked me to be her bridesmaids. Well, technically, she never even gave me the chance to decline being her bridesmaids. In her words, quote unquote, I'm telling you, I'm not asking you. Do you think that it's messed up that she didn't tell me what happened? I thought that she valued me, valued me as her cousin, her sister, but she kept this from me. I don't know what her intentions are anymore because we had only broken up for two days and she told me, is she telling me this uh, so that I would move on or to possibly hate him? I loved this guy for seven years. I knew from the beginning that she never liked my boyfriend at the time and always made small remarks that I'm too pretty for him. I feel like if she intended to hide it from me, she also should have never told me at all regardless that we broke up. I know some people probably don't know how to bring this up because I love him so much, but I shouldn't be shouldn't I be the judge if I can handle it or not? What I hate the most is that they made me look stupid because I had no idea that this happened behind my back and I looked stupid for over a year. Also, I recently came into contact with one of the girls because she took our family photos. She seemed so chill and cool, but after knowing what happened, it makes me so angry because she talked to me and she said that her she said herself that she knew she knew that I didn't know what happened. I don't know anymore, Jenny. Do you think it's messed up that she hid this from me? If this had happened to you, would you want someone to tell you? Would you be mad with me too? Okay. I'm thinking this is anonymous because they didn't leave their name at the end. Okay. First of all, I would be mad. Yes, I would. Like, I can't imagine someone close to me knowing that my boyfriend or fiance is cheating on me with two different people and they refuse to tell me and they tell me only after we broke up because of something else like why I know it hurts to tell someone like hey I don't I didn't want to be the person to tell you this but hey I'm gonna tell you because I'm freaking a good friend I'm a I'm a good like I'm your family you know I can't imagine someone close to me not telling me like that's honestly kind of like I would feel betrayed to be honest um I would feel like a fool like you made me look like a damn fool staying with this person who's cheating on me and you know it and you didn't tell me so I I I stayed with this person for longer than I should have I wasted my time like I wouldn't feel like I could trust that person. Like, in your case, it's your cousin, right? I I don't know how close you guys are. It seems like you guys are really close because she's calling you sister and stuff. But it's like, how how will you trust her to tell you things that people are doing behind your back? Like, the real ones will tell you what's going on when you're not there. Like, hey, bitch, I know you weren't there, but homegirl susan she's talking shit about you just letting you know you know it's like those people got your back it doesn't seem like your your cousin had your back she can use the lame excuse like hey, i didn't want to hurt you well bitch i'm hurt anyways like i'm hurt more now i'm hurt at him at those girls and at you my own cousin i actually had a kind of a similar situation but it didn't go like that. So basically, something happened between an ex of mine. Like, my ex did something, right? Did something that hurt me. 
I had a close friend. She went and she told me. Now, granted, she didn't tell me right away, but she told me like shortly after. She was like, "Hey, like I really don't want to be the one to tell you, but like I I I saw this two times." And like the first time, I was like, "Damn! Like, should I say something?" The second time it happened, like, no, I I could not live my life and not tell you. And I was like, obviously, I was so hurt because I'm like, why did my ex do that? But I thanked my friend because like, dude, thank you so much for telling me. So I don't have to waste any more time with this guy, you know. And for your cousin to go on and on and on. And not, never tell you. She only told you after you guys broke up. It's like, were you, if we didn't break up, were you planning to never tell me? Like, if I got married to this guy, you probably wouldn't have never ever told me, right? It's like, what the heck? I feel like it's such an important thing, and it's someone's duty to have your back if they're that close to you. So yes, girl, you be mad. You have the right to be mad, and to answer your question, yeah, I would, I would be fuming. Like I don't know. Like obviously, it's your cousin. That's always gonna be your cousin. I wouldn't say like, not break up, but you know, I wouldn't say cut ties with her. But I would watch out because if she's not willing to tell you after she found out that her, your boyfriend is like. Messing with other people, if she's not willing to tell you that, like, there's other situations where she's probably not gonna have your back. So I would watch out. I would like, I would love her from a distance. You know, like you're always gonna be my cousin, but it's like because of that, I don't feel like you're gonna have my back and tell me everything anymore. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about this situation. Um, and also about the bridesmaids thing, like the fact that she didn't even um she didn't even give you a chance to say no. That's kind of I don't know. That's wrong. Like, and you were there for her through her uh the parents' divorce and like her dad passing away, and she can't do the same for you. Like, she wasn't there for you, girl. And now she's trying to act like she's there for you. I don't know. Something is up. Like, I'm mad for you because. They made you look stupid. Like they knew, and no one told you. Why did no one tell you? I don't know. I'm getting these questions are getting me fuming. Let me tell you that. But I'm gonna move on to the next question. But that's my that's my input. It's just just love her from a distance. But I would watch, you know, like my secrets and stuff around her, and and what I could trust with her. Okay, the next question is a little confusing because this girl submitted about her best friend situation, and then the best friend has a friend, and those two people, there's a guy involved. It's like kind of confusing. So what I decided to do is I'm gonna summarize it for you guys, and I'll give you the input. So this person that submitted said, "Sorry if it's confusing. Thank you so much for your time. I've been a follower since the old YouTube videos. Can't wait for your podcast. I loved the first episode. Thank you so much. And now let's dive into the story. Okay, I'm gonna use fake names. There are three main people in this story. There's Megan. <laughs> Sorry, Megan. I know my friend Megan is listening, and she's like, "What the heck?" There's Megan, Nikki, and Bob. <laughs> okay 
Megan and Bob were a thing. Megan and Bob were sleeping with each other, found each other attractive, blah blah blah. I don't think Megan and Bob were like in a full blown relationship, but they had a thing for each other. Okay, but then after that whole thing ended, it didn't really work out or whatever. Bob went to go pursue Nikki. Bob liked Nikki. Nikki likes Bob. Everything is just, it's just great, right? They like, holy shit, an earthquake. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god, I think I'm... You guys, I just experienced an earthquake right now. I'm in California and we do have a lot of earthquake earthquakes. But every single time it happens, I get like sweaty because I feel like the big one's coming. I can't believe I just caught that on the podcast. Holy shit. Hold on, Megan and Bob and Nikki. I need to drink some water. Oh my god. Every single time there's an earthquake, I'm like, I feel like the world's ending and I'm I'm about to die. But luckily the, the earthquake stopped. Oh my gosh. Let me get myself together. <clears throat> Bob Bob and Nikki likes each other okay I'm still shaking I'm sweaty Bob and Nikki likes each other they want to start a relationship okay but here's the problem Nikki and Megan are friends okay so Nikki went up to Megan and said hey I like Bob but I know you had a thing with him I'm just asking out of respect, like, is it okay that I start dating Bob? Because I know you had a thing with him. I totally respect that. But it's like, if, if you're not cool with it, let me know. If you're cool with it, let me know. So then Megan is like, girl, I'm I'm over it. I'm not even thinking about him anymore. I even have my own boyfriend, okay? So Megan is over Bob. Megan got her own boyfriend. She's, she's over it. So she told Nikki her friend she's like girl you can have him you can be happy with him it ain't no problem right so so nikki was like oh that's that's awesome like i really like bob so nikki and bob started dating they currently have a really good relationship they're hitting it off right everything is fine there's no problem between them all of a sudden megan this bitch is like Hey, Nikki, I had thought about it. I feel really uncomfortable that you're dating Bob. Like, I don't trust you. I, I don't I don't want you guys to date. And um what else did what else did this hoe say? Um basically, yeah. It's like I don't trust you. I don't want you guys to be together. I'm not comfortable with it. Nikki is like, what the heck? Literally three weeks ago, you gave me your blessing. Like, you said you're over him. You have a boyfriend. Like, I'm already like, it's not fair. It's not fair because Nikki and Bob already started to have this relationship because Megan said it was cool, right? And they're having, they're hitting it off. And all of a sudden, Megan says, no, 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 no. I changed my mind. I, I'm not comfortable. No, I don't trust you. And basically, this person is asking, like, do you think that Megan is in the wrong? Or, like, should Nikki stop seeing Bob just out of respect for the, their uh, their friendship? Or 
should she cut things off with Megan and pursue the relationship with Bob? I'm going to tell you one thing. Megan, that's not cool. That is not cool. Like, why would you say, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Like, I have a boyfriend already. I'm over it. Go for it, sister. And then Nikki is like, yay, like, that's awesome. And then Nikki starts having this amazing start with Bob. And then all of a sudden, only three weeks later, you're like, never mind. I'm uncomfortable. Like, don't be changing your mind like that. Like, you just messed with someone's relationship that could have, that could turn into like a marriage, you know? Like, I don't know how old these people are, but to be honest, if you're hitting it off with this guy, Nikki, and things are perfect and especially if you guys are older and like there's no time to to wait you know if this is your potential husband I think go for it I understand that like it's like sometimes friends before bros before hoes as they say but it's like Megan already gave you your bless the blessing she messed up she all of a sudden said never mind um, I don't think that's right. If you say that you moved on and and you have your own boyfriend already, why aren't you letting your friend Nikki be happy? That's selfish. You already have your own boyfriend. You said you're over him. I don't know. I think Nikki should go live her life, be happy. And Megan, you have your own boyfriend already. Don't even trip. Like, I wouldn't trip about her too much. Um. So, yeah. My input is that go go for bob i hope you marry bob one day (laughs) so yeah that's my input all right guys this next submission this person has been patiently waiting for his submission to be answered and like i know all of you guys are patiently waiting but drew has been pretty much letting me know like hey is there a podcast out today i heard your podcast it's like for sure a big supporter so thank you so much and here we go without further ado good afternoon jenny recently my ex from 15 years ago from freshman of high school and i reconnected she felt bad all these years because she ghosted me and did not explain why she broke up with me until now right now i feel very relieved but i'm not sure it's right if i'm friends with her on social media while i'm happily married with my wife for one year. I love my wife to death. Can I have a point of view on this? Should I keep following my ex on social media or no? Also, I hope the family is doing okay. Your bro, Drew, aka Duke. Okay, Drew. I'm happy for you that you found that quote-unquote closure. Um, Like, I know it's from 15 years ago. It's from high school, like so long ago, right? But when someone goes to you for no reason, especially in a relationship, it kind of like, I'm sure like from time to time, you're like, why did that one girl from high school ghost me? Like, what did I do? I'm sure like, although you're, you're over it completely, I'm sure you like had questions like, what the heck went wrong, you know? So at least now you're relieved. You know what happened and I'm sure it's not your fault or anything, but Let's get to the problem. Okay, I just want to know if your wife knows about your ex. One. Two, if she knows about what happened, that your ex reached out, does she know that 
you know, you're following her? Does she know? Like, are you also another question I have is, are you keeping contact with the ex? Like, are you guys messaging each other back and forth? I think if you guys are messaging each other back and forth, you shouldn't out of respect for your wife. If your wife is okay with you following her, then okay, you know, but maybe she doesn't know because you're reaching out to me. If you want to know what I feel personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable with my partner following any of their exes. I Sorry, that's just me. There was like a history between you guys and it's like, I mean, I have problems with trust and it, it just wouldn't make me feel comfortable knowing that my partner, it doesn't matter. I know it's 15 years, it's high school, whatever. It's like there was still a history between you guys. So it's like personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable. But hey, if your wife is different from me and she's cool with you following your ex, that's cool. But um, I think the the most important thing is to keep that communication open between you and your wife. Like, hey, are you cool with the following? Are you cool with the messages? I'm, I don't think she will be cool with the messages, but if you do end up following her, I would, I would say keep a safe distance. Like, don't be, you know, keeping contact with her like that. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy for you. Congratulations on your marriage for one year. I would say don't do anything to jeopardize it. It sounds like you really love her. It sounds like she's she's a great wife. So um so yeah, just do whatever makes your wife comfortable because you heard it from your ex. That's all you need to know. You don't need to follow her if it makes your wife uncomfortable. So yeah. Congrats and thank you for submitting. <laughs> All right, guys, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for submissions. I know that a lot of you guys are patiently waiting for me to answer your submission, and I'm so sorry for the wait, but I do have a lot of them in my emails, and I'm only able to answer about three to five of them in every episode. Um, but I pinky swear if you continue to listen to my podcast, I will eventually get to your question. Everyone's questions will be answered in one way or another but right now i want to get into something that an instagram follower recommended that i talk about and that is things i wish i knew when i was younger and this person shout out to makeup um i think it's makeup fashion spo on instagram i thought it was like so interesting to talk about whether it's like things from my childhood when i was in middle school high school college even up to like two one year ago, you know, you're always growing and learning and you're always like, dang, I really wish I knew back then. Most of these, it's like people in their like 80s and 90s. It's like, I wish I did this back then. But it's like, no, we're doing like the younger version today. I'm only 26. I, I know I always say like, damn it, I'm old, but I know I'm not. Um, I'm 26 and I I learned a lot in my 26 years of living. So this is going to be anywhere from like funny things, fun things, all the way to like really deep, dark things. So, I mean, when I wrote this, there's 15 of them. When I wrote this, I was like crying at some of them because it's like, you'll see. 
But okay, the first two is really boring, but very important, you guys. If you guys are younger right now, if you guys are teens and like, you know, 19, 20, 21, like listen to me if you don't know about this. Number one is credit. When I was younger, I was like, yeah, credit, schmedit, whatever. Like, I'm still young. I'll worry about that when I'm older, right? But when you start building your credit when you're young, it really helps you out. When you build it young and you're responsible, your credit is going to be so good. And you're you're going to be able to buy your car, your house, take out loans, stuff like that. It's going to be so much easier and faster for you. Whereas other people start late and their life gets delayed. Like if they want to buy a car or whatever and they have bad credit or no credit. No credit equals like pretty bad credit from what I've learned. So I googled it. I believe that you can start building your credit once you're 18 years old. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but it says legal age to start a credit card is 18. So I highly recommend as soon as you turn 18 to start your credit card, go buy stuff, pay it off right away. Buy it, pay it off. Don't don't buy things that you can't afford though, you know? Um, but yeah, that is my quick credit rant. But if you guys want like a in-depth episode about credit and like adult stuff like that let me know i know it can be boring so i'm not sure if you guys do want to hear it but this is life you guys like life is not just about relationships and friendships and toxic things it's like we gotta get ready you guys got to get ready for a good life and i want to help you guys not that i'm the most educated on it but i do have friends that are very wise family that are very knowledgeable in this stuff so i can bring people on to help you guys out so let me know okay number two is stocks (laughs) again i know really boring and not many people can relate but something that i got into literally this year during the pandemic is stocks i took some of my savings and i put it into stocks and it made me realize like oh my gosh i could have been doing this like five years ago or maybe like seven eight years ago you know why keep your money there and have it do nothing why don't you make your money make money you're you can make money in your sleep and this sounds like an ad or sponsor or something but you guys if you guys look up more about stocks and talk to people who know about stocks you're basically taking your money and investing it just like Um, same thing it doesn't have to be stocks of course um, but eventually you're gonna want to invest your money into like I don't know a house and stuff like that so I don't want to dive too deep but hey if you have money sitting around why not put it to good use so $20 can turn into $200 if you're playing smart I mean Stocks is not all good and rainbows, you know, but hey, if you play smart and you invest in like, if you do your research, uh, invest in good companies, um, yeah, it's all about research. So I'm not going to tell you what companies to put your money in, but definitely something to look forward to because if, if I knew more about stocks when I was 18, 19, 20, like 
I would have started so long ago and I would have probably made a lot of money. Um, so shout out to my brother-in-law, Foam. He's the one that kind of like got me into this. So I'm really appreciative of you. And yeah, and stocks is something that you can just put your money and just that's it. You don't need to like check it or play it or do anything. Put it in a safe company and you don't really, if you want to keep it long term, you can keep it long term. If you want to do short term, you can do that too. Stock, there is so much to learn about stocks. So yeah, that's something that I wish I knew because damn, it would have made me racks on racks on racks, you know? Okay. So number three is I wish I knew that my first love was not my one and only because that was damn sure what I thought. When I was with my first love, I thought that I would die for this person. Like, there is literally no one else that could walk this planet that can make me feel this way. It was just a very blind and young and stupid relationship. Not even a relationship, honestly. I don't want to bash on it because it has taught me a lot. And it was, for the most part, like, something that I don't regret. But to me, I was just so young and naive, I think, to feel like this is the only one and I'm going to die without him, basically. I was only like 16 during the time. But hey, if you're in your first relationship, first love, and you're only, you're not even 20 yet, and you feel like without this person, you'll completely just shatter and the world is nothing, girl, cut it, cut it out, like, yes, your first love is important, sometimes your first love is the one that you marry, but most of the time, I'm sorry, it's not, like, I think for most people, your first love is there to learn lessons, to have, to, um, have experiences, and stuff like that, but I really wish I knew that, I wouldn't die without this person because that's how I felt and I I was very depressed and sad when things didn't go right and because I felt that way so strongly about that person I dragged it on for damn near 5 years from from when I was about 16 to 2021 I like the beginning of I don't, I don't remember the timeline I'm sorry I don't want to mess it up but four or five years it really consumed me and it was like the only person that I like gave a chance to and you know I'm not like I said I'm not saying I regret it but I just wish I was I wasn't like a hundred percent like crazy balls deep into it because it did bring me so much sorrow, to be honest, though. If you guys are in that situation and your first love is, like, hurting you or whatever, don't worry about it. I promise you so many other people are going to make you feel the same way, if not better, okay? So, but yeah, actually, I don't regret it because it taught me a lot. So, number four is that I wish I knew that my passion in beauty could actually be my career. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth in another episode, but 
I wish I knew that beauty is not only a hobby for me. I can I can make money off of it. I can make it my career. Like I didn't know that at first, and because of that, I went to a whole ass university college in order to find like a what proper office job in in a corporate setting, and I didn't even care about it because I didn't know that beauty could be a career like for me and I wish I knew that because it would have saved me so much time so much money and I really do want to also talk about that more in depth because I realize that I'm not the only one who are who have gone to college for the wrong reason or going through it right now so yeah number five is to not cut off friends when I'm in a relationship going back to the first love quote-unquote I kind of like he was my everything I'm telling you like I didn't need friends that's what I thought at least and so he was my love he was my best friend I I kind of stopped talking to my friends um luckily no one really no one really like made me feel bad about it but I felt bad about it when eventually when I stopped talking to this guy I was like oh my gosh I have abandoned my friends don't ever abandon all of your friends for one person I'm telling you it's it's a lonely life like that without friends like I know a lot of people are like no my man's my friend I understand that's okay but it's very important to have at least one two three other friends in your life don't abandon them don't forget about them i know a lot of people who get into relationships and it's like friends who yeah don't do that i regret it so now that i'm in a relationship i i do give my friends so much effort still because i know they've done so much for me and i'm going to be there for them whether i'm in a relationship or not so it's just like a balance to be honest okay so the next one okay number number six i wish i knew how short life could be for some people now i'm lucky enough to never have gone through like a big big loss of life in my life like none of my family or like close friends have passed away and i'm I'm so thankful for that because I know how painful that is. But I have had acquaintances and teachers pass away. And it's like, it makes you really think like, oh my God, one day you see them and then one day you'll never be able to see them ever again. And I know a lot of you guys have gone through really painful like parents and siblings and best friends pass away for example one of my followers she's going through a really hard time right now because not only did her dad pass away her best friend passed away literally right after i cannot imagine going through that like that is the worst pain like someone could probably feel i'm getting like choked up thinking about it but just for example like i really love my math teacher and teacher 
I really love my math teacher in high school because he was the only person who made me feel like math wasn't like miser- misery. So I loved him so much. Um, I don't I don't know if I want to put his name out, but let's just call him Mr. W. I loved him so much for pre-calculus that I decided to take him. I wanted to take him again for calculus, even though it was a harder calculus. It was calculus A, uh, B, C. I forgot. It was like advanced calculus. I was like, I don't even care if I have Mr. W helping me out. Like that is a teacher who cares. He's the cutest man ever. Well, that summer before school, before that calculus class, I found out that he passed away from a heart attack. And I know it's just a teacher, but it's like my heart, man. I was like, this person has made me change my perspective on learning and that's so it changed me a lot I was like that's crazy like you think you're gonna see this person again and you just don't same thing with an acquaintance um I met someone um I out of respect I don't really want to say his name let's just call him A I met A through a friend and we actually went kind of like clubbing together we went to club the 143 club um and we went together I I was like hey nice to meet you and then we were just talking about you know our life and I sat in the back seat with him and I told him that I make YouTube videos and he's like oh I know I I watch your videos and I was like oh my gosh cool you know um and then when we were dancing on the dance floor you know I started we we held hands and we were like not trust me not in like a romantic like you know like we were just having a good time like all of the friends um and after that he said thank you so much for like dancing with me and just like I'm so happy and I was like oh my god are you kidding me of course and um not too long after that I found out that he died in a tragic accident like really tragic um I do want to tell you guys the details but I can't like I just probably out of respect and stuff like that like I don't know if it's appropriate but just know it was very tragic it was when I heard it (laughs) couldn't stop crying but it's like makes you makes you think that or realize that life is so short. I just saw him. I think he passed away only two to three weeks after I met him. And here I was thinking like, oh, I met a new friend, awesome subscriber, and so young, like so, so young, got his life taken away. And so that's why I wish back then that I knew how short his life would be. And um, yeah, so now I realize more how short life is so I always take the time to tell my best friends my boyfriend my family like well my family like we don't really say I love you that much but I take my time to like be there with them and like just enjoy life because you never know (sighs) you wake up one day and it's like someone's not there okay gonna wipe my tears because yeah anyways what's the next one i can't say 
Okay, so number seven is I wish I knew that psoriasis is completely normal and okay to have. Psoriasis is a skin condition that um, it causes dry, scaly, leathery patches and it could like spread all over your body and honestly consume your life. And um, back then I didn't know, I, I, I developed it and I wish I knew that other people are going through it too. I honestly thought that I was the only one in the world that had this weird ass condition and I was like a freaking crazy like I was like this alien you know I was like ew I'm disgusting I'm gonna hide this from the world and I have a whole video on it but if only I knew that it's just kind of like eczema it's like millions of people have it and it's okay I mean someone asked me for an update on my psoriasis it's flaring up on my scalp still but nowhere else and it's still manageable but I do every day like do get bothered by my scalp psoriasis but just knowing that I'm not alone and it's completely normal for it to flare up yeah so next one is number eight um I wish I knew that some people don't have the best interests when they talk to you like whether it's friends or employers or just people you meet like everyone is so nice you know but some people are hella fake and I know there's no way to like avoid people like that but it's like I wish I knew back then that I was kind of like being used or manipulated you know because <sighs> I look back and I get so mad I feel like damn why why did I stay for so long why why didn't I see it's so obvious that that person was like manipulating me, gaslighting me, you know, stuff like that. But hey, you live and you learn. Okay, next one is number nine. Take your sick days and vacations uh, from work to enjoy life. Okay, when I had part-time jobs, I was terrified to take days off. Why? I don't know. Because I think um, a lot of companies make you feel like like taking a day off. It's like, how dare you, you know? It's like, we need you. We're short-staffed. But it's like, dude, once in a while, if you need a mental break or just not even mental break, if you just need a freaking break or if you're going to a best friend's birthday party or your grandpa's anniversary thing, like live your life it's a part-time job it's temporary like i don't know i just wish i knew that back then because i missed out on so much important events and or even when i'm like really sick i still like get up and freaking go but it's like dude it's a part-time job i know i'm not saying not to work hard but when you need it when something is so important you don't need to sacrifice those things. Like, I really wish that I was there for, like, my family parties and my family vacations. But instead, I, I went to work at a part-time job that paid me minimum wage. So if you're doing that right now, I highly recommend if you really need to on those important days, on those sick days, to take a vacation once in a while. Keyword, once in a while. Or key phrase. Obviously, don't abuse it. Don't 
take a day off every week, you know. But don't be so sucked up into your work. And I know a lot of places will be like, no, you can't take it off. We need you. But it's like, no, I'm taking it off. I need it. So, yeah, as long as you work hard, you deserve those days off. Okay, next one is number 10. Um, this is a very specific moment for me. I wish that I knew that my parents would still be here and alive 15 years later. Okay, so let me explain. One day, I think I was like 10 years old or something. I had this epiphany or like this really weird moment that my parents were going to die like really soon not epiphany but like I had I had this thought that my parents are older I looked around and I realized that everyone's parents were younger than mine my parents are currently in their 70s and 80 and I was just like oh my gosh I'm not gonna have my parents for the rest of my life like like what if they die like within like a year or two or three like I I was having a full-blown panic attack when I was only 10 years old. That's so wrong. <laughs> Nothing was wrong with my parents at the time, but as a young girl, I knew that my parents were older than everyone else. And I I think I finally realized what death, like death exists. So I started hyperventilating and my family was like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? And I was like, um, um, she stole my soda. And they were like, what the heck is wrong with you? Go get another soda. But I was really crying about my parents dying one day. <laughs> but I wish I knew, like, my my parents would still be here at the age of 26. And I honestly hope they'll be here with me for as long as they could. But I wish I could tell my little self, girl, it's going to be okay. You're going to have a, you have another 15 years with them and counting. So, yeah. So, 11, I wish I knew that I had a basic human right to use a restroom at school. Let me tell you, I have peed my pants because I was so scared to ask the teacher to to use a restroom. Like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Let me tell you one time, I need to go use the, the number two. And I was too scared to ask the teacher if I could... Uh, Use the restroom and let me tell you, some poo-poo was coming on my butt. <laughs> yep, some poo-poo was coming out my butt. And let me tell you guys, if you're in uh, middle school, high school, you have the basic human right to use the restroom. Your mean teacher has no right to tell you no. So don't be like me. Don't pee in your pants. Don't let that poo-poo come out your butthole. Go use the freaking restroom, okay? <laughs> Even at work, okay? Your workplace does not have the right to tell you that you can't use the restroom. During a meeting, during even if you're clocked in, if you have to use the restroom, go use it. Don't be like those people that spend like 30 minutes in there to text, but you get my drift. Okay, <clears throat> Number 12 is that um, I wish I knew that going to a university when you don't really need to, it's like go to a community college if you don't know what the heck you're going to do with your life. It saves money. 
I'm not saying this for everyone, but I'm talking to my younger self. I wish I went to a community college to do my uh, my general ed because I, I was undecided up until like my freaking second, third year of college. Um, it would have saved me so much money to do my my general ed at community colleges even though like it doesn't have a a better rep or anything but it's like come on I went to UCR I went to University of Riverside um (laughs) did I because I'm like drawing a blank I'm like what's what is that school called University of California Riverside um and it doesn't even have that good of a rep if anything people call it uh UC Ratchet (laughs) but um don't get me wrong, I'm proud that I went to university, but it's like, dude, is it that serious? Especially if you, if my major isn't even like specifically at UCR, like why did I go? I went, I felt like everyone, everyone kind of said like, oh, if you go to university, it's better, you're smarter, you're better. But it's like, nah, if you don't know what you're doing with your life, why don't you save some money? Go get your classes done at a community college. If you want to transfer later on, you can transfer. And yeah, I wish I did that because I wasted freaking like what? Thousands and more than thousands of thousands of dollars. So yeah, I would definitely say explore your options if you're like just coming out of high school. Sometimes university is not for everyone and that's totally fine. But hey, if you know what you want to do, if you know that this specific school has your major and they're good at it, then go for it, whether it's a university or not. So, yeah. Okay, number 13 is my alcohol limit. Uh, yeah, basically, I wish I knew my alcohol limit when I was, when I started drinking up until like now. <laughs> um, I'm a lot better now. I definitely learned what I can take sometimes. Sometimes I still go past my limit, but back then, used to go pretty hard and let me tell you, almost died one time, literally, at hard summer. But um, that is a story that I'll tell you one day. But you guys, be careful with alcohol. Like, if you're drunk, please do not force yourself to drink more just to feel it or be, like, peer, pressure, peer pressured. It's not cute. It's not cute when you're hovering over the toilet, yakking your brains out. So, yeah. 14 is, uh oh, I wish I knew that walking the strip in Vegas at 4 a.m. is the worst idea ever. One time, I, I came out of a club with my niece, Lindsay, and we walked the strip back back to our hotel. We thought it would be a quick and easy and fast uh, walk. No. Four in the morning, there is no one on the strip besides creepy old men who prey on you. When I tell you it was one of the most traumatizing scary moments of my life uh, i feel i feel so bad that i had my niece next to me i felt like i couldn't protect her there were men like in their 30s 40s 50s coming up to us like really close saying like let me take you home i'm gonna follow you oh you look like a snack like damn ni hao and i'm like girl my gosh at first i was like whatever but it got like really creepy and I felt like we might have we could get murdered today you know I can't even explain how scary it was um 
all the way up into the casino we got into our hotel people were still following us these men following two girls like how disgusting it was just horrible and i wish if i could take it back i would i would i would get us an uber so girls be very careful when you're in vegas by yourself without any like big group or without any guys please do not walk the strip at like three four five in the morning there are a lot of creeps this was only like a year ago so i'm sure things haven't changed but um yeah be careful guys like please carry safety weapons and stuff if you have to pepper spray we didn't have any of that if i did i would feel a little bit more safe but no one was there to rescue us and i was terrified but thank the lord i'm alive okay so the very last one is that i wish i knew that privacy could be so so peaceful i grew up with the internet i put myself on youtube at a very young age I went on YouTube when I was about 13 or 14. I want to say 14, 15 probably. But um, I put everything out there. My whole life, my relation, oh, relationship, let me tell you. I put this one relationship out there so much that people had the audacity to feel like they were in that relationship. And it's no one's fault but mine really because of how much I put myself out there and um i definitely learned from that the more private you are sometimes the more peaceful <sighs> that's why like you guys don't see my really my current relationship that much because god damn it i'm not gonna make the same mistake it, when we broke when me and my ex broke up i was flooded with like hate mail and like peer pressure like not peer pressure but pressure to explain what happened like we deserve to know like yes you do but it's like now i can't even grieve like i can't even recover from this heartbreak in peace because everyone thinks they have the right to my to my relationship that's why i wish i i knew that and i wish i didn't put myself out there as much as far as like relationships and other things because honestly like I said earlier, a lot of people don't have the best interest for you and a lot of people have darkness in their hearts and they, they're they going to use what they know about you against you. So sometimes you really have to be careful what you put out there and what you say to people because they will use it against you. For example, I I knew this girl, I thought I was her friend and I told her kind of like, a really like deep thing that was heavy on my heart something that i didn't want other people to know and i and she was like yeah like i got you girl like like i feel for you i'm here for you i'm never gonna say anything bitch she definitely she definitely used it against me and told people or like this specific person what i told her and i thought like you know, I don't know. Basically, I just learned like you have to really be careful what you share with people. If they're not like your best friend, don't be telling secrets to people that like you think is your friend. But people be snakes. People be snakes. So yeah, that is my the 15 things that I wish I knew when I was younger. There's a lot more, but those were like the 15 things that 
I first thought of. So anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Let me know if you guys like these solo episodes. Um, But yeah, I'll be back with a guest soon. Um, You guys take care. Please be safe. The the Corona COVID-19 is rising so fast in the U.S. So please stay at home, you guys. I know it's hard to not live your life, but be responsible. Stay at home. Wash your hands wear a mask, social distance, but most of all, like, stay home until this thing is over. You guys, hospitals are getting crowded. Like, this is not okay. Like, please be responsible and safe. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye.